Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of games from a variety of eras and a variety of genres. I am your resident podcaster host, Ethan. We are continuing our journey throughout the Kanto region, which means Weekon is here with us yet again. Hello. Uh, so after having to deal with all of those rockets and taking a short break, we're ready to continue on this journey. Uh, yeah, so last time we went over Silphco, uh, we spent a whole episode in that god building, which is probably less time than employees have spent trying to get documents to their boss with the way it's so terribly designed. Uh, so we covered the whole of Silphco, uh, pretty much now we've put an end to Team Rocket, they won't be appearing again, pretty much, so you've... As a 10-year-old child, you have successfully uh, defroned a mafia crime organization. That is that is a milestone to be proud of. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Forget being a champion. Forget this old man's Pokédex. Let's continue dismantling criminal organizations. Uh, so, now that you've driven Team Rocket out of Saffron City... People can leave their houses again. It's almost like the global pandemic we're hopefully still not living in by the time this episode releases. Well, <laughs> um, but yeah, essentially the um, Team Rocket is a virus and you, you single-handedly eradicated it. And so now it's safe to yeah, you go are the vaccine. stuff again. Yeah, you are the vaccine. <laughs> Should I be sure to name your character vaccine at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, please continue getting tested. Please uh, take your boosters. We do want to... Personally, I, as a 21-year-old person, would like to live normally by the time I'm 30. So please get over it. So please help us all get over this. But... Enough of a PSA, we're back to... <laughs> enough of the PSAs, we're back to Saffron City. What can you do now that Team Rocket has been kicked out? Um, so, I think... Let me check, but I think the only thing left we haven't done is fight the gym. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of buildings, um, and they also have a department store. I mean, it's not as crazy as... Uh, Actually, I think they just have a normal one. They don't have a crazy department. Yeah, no, they just have a Pokemart. Yeah, it's just a regular part. Yeah. So there's only one full department store. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as we said, we're pretty much... Uh, there's not really much of note in Saffron City. Uh, despite apparently being the largest city in the entire region. And the only other thing of note, which we already covered, was the Fighting Dojo uh, two episodes ago. So, we'll move on to Sabrina's gym, which is the sixth gym of the region, or if, if you did this before Kogas. Uh, and it's a psychic-type gym, so it's going to be hard. Really, yeah, it really just depends on what order you do it in. You're actually able to fight whichever one you want. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, this is also one of the hardest gyms in the game, being the psychic gym. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, psychic type gem. Uh, premise is there are, I believe, nine boxes, 
and there are warp panels again. Whoopsie do uh, that you have to that you have to go through and basically make your way to the gym leader. So, any advice on how to deal with this gym puzzle? Um. So the way that I do it, um, is uh, you touch the warp point at the very beginning, and then whatever warp point you land on. I just go either left or right and just keep doing that till you reach the end. <laughs> and that's always worked for me. Yeah. Uh, that's personally what I do. I like just, what I do is I just go to the warp panel that's directly uh, in front of me. So, uh, like that's above me or to the right of me, depending on where I sort of land. Uh, and then I just sort of like, then if I come back to a room where I've already been before, I'm like, okay, then I'll go up. I'll just go the opposite direction. And you can just go to the work panel either above or below you if you don't want to fight any of the trainers. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but speaking of trainers, is there any trainers of note in this gym? Uh, let's see. So, obviously, aside from the uh, trainers all having psychic types... Um, one trainer type, one trainer class that we have not, uh, found yet is the Psychic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Psychics are, as they suggest, Psychics. They use almost exclusively Psychic-type Pokemon, though I do think there are a few that use Gengars, uh, Haunters, and Gastlys as well. Uh, so I'm assuming it will be Psychic-type Pokemon in this gym. Yeah, with the exception of, like, some channelers that are in here that have Gassy and Hunter, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much all just psychics with psychic types. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so, uh, psychic types, uh, really you're, well, realistically you are quite, uh, pretty much fucked for this gym uh, because bug types aren't really that strong. Uh, ghost types there's only like the gasoline line which is weak to psychic so what would you recommend? Yeah. So that's the biggest problem with this gym is this is the only gym where really your only option is to force your way through it. Yeah. Not uh, really like cause, I mean, you can't use psychic type and bug types are not really going to help you, and ghost types aren't really either. Mm-hmm. So you really just have to be strong enough to just hit them yeah. hard and kill them as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, so, but like physical Pokemon are quite good at this because of the fact that psychic types usually have low physical defense. So, uh, strong physical Pokemon, uh, I know it sounds sort of cliche, but fighting types, uh, rock types, probably. Uh, here's the thing, uh, it's trying to remember in Generations 1 to 3 what the physical special split is because it was split by type. So like, uh, rock types, uh, flying types, uh, trying to think of other strong... Normal. Normal, yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the way I remember the physical special split for Generations 1, and it was something I saw one time, and it was that every evolution comes from a special type, apart from, I think, it's Dragon. 
Yeah, although there's no dragon evolution. Yeah, but is dragon a special type in Generations 1 to 3? No. Well, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, well, fuck my dragon. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so literally any sort of physical uh, attacking type really is going to do wonders for you. Uh, I would say normal, because normal moves are, like, on every Pokemon. Yeah, I would definitely say that um, one Pokemon that will definitely help you in here um, is Snorlax. Mm -hmm. So if you did catch Snorlax, you should absolutely use him in here, because Snorlax is strong, and Snorlax can take hits. Yeah, uh, Snorlax is very bulky, so it will be able to take hits, and obviously psychic types with low defense will take a lot of damage from his attacks. So... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and if you got bold Snorlax, then that would be even better. <laughs> yeah, once Snorlax faints, <laughs> send out the other one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Sabrina, we move on to Sabrina and her team of Pokemon. So, what's her team in red and blue, and what's her team in yellow? Okay, so this is a bit interesting, because <laughs> um, in red and blue, Sabrina has four Pokemon. <laughs> she has Kadabra. Yeah. She has Mr. Mime. Uh-huh. She has Venomoth. Uh-huh. And she has Alakazam. Yes, uh, Venomoth is obviously not a psychic type. Venomoth is a bug and poison type. Uh, what do you make of gym leaders who have uh, types that aren't their type that they're representing? I think it's pretty cool if they have like one that's different because yeah. usually they'll have like one to fall back on. Um, in Sabrina's case, it seems kind of unnecessary, but. Uh, it's still cool that they just have, like, one other type to kind of, like, it's supposed to counteract the type of Pokemon you would use, but Venomoth seems a little random. Yeah, uh, I do agree, but at the same time, like, I quite like it as well. Uh, one that sticks out for me is Candice. Candice or Candice using a Metacham in Diamond and Pearl and obviously the remakes. I always like that, and I think her Metacham has an Ice-type move, so it's like, it does still serve as like an Ice-type hitter, but it, it does also provide coverage against types you might be using against it. So I think it's quite a good idea, but like I say, sort of restricted, so there is only one uh, type. But I think it's good because it's something you're not expecting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's definitely good to mix it up. It adds a bit more of a challenge to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I just think it's weird that Sabrina picked Venomoth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I suppose it makes sense because it is sort of like a bug. And I f although maybe Butterfree would be a better choice because I think Butterfree learns Confusion. Well, I know Butterfree learns Confusion, but I don't know if it learns it in Generation 1. Um. Well, her Venomoth does have a psychic move. Yeah. It does have Psybeam. Yeah, well, there you, you know, go. It fits in with the group. Yeah. It's just usually you'd pick a Pokemon of a different type to, like, help the other three if, like, your yeah. opponent has a weakness, but, like, you're the psychic gym, so you pretty much don't have a weakness. <laughs> yeah, I would say perhaps a ground type to counter, uh, like, I would maybe say a ground type or a fire type to counter bug types or ghastly, but her psychic types already counter the ghastly line, so... But... Yeah. Yeah. 
so, oh. concerning her yellow version team, it's quite different, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so in yellow, instead of four Pokemon, she only has three. Uh-huh. Um, which is Abracadabra and Alexander. Yeah. Uh, she's part-timing as a magician on the side in yellow, then. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Yeah. Uh, this is quite interesting, because never before or since have we had a gym leader that uses an Abra. Uh, can her Abra even fight? Um, no. <laughs> the only, it only knows two moves, <laughs> because apparently she taught it one. So obviously it knows teleport, because yeah. that's Abra's thing. Um, but its only other move is flash. <laughs> uh, uses that to lower your accuracy, but it can't actually hit you. Yeah. Uh, that just sort of defies the whole point. It's like what's the point in having an Abra, like, replace it with something else? Uh, so that's a nice segue into what team you would have if you were the Psychic-type gym leader. Uh, let's see. If I was a Psychic-type gym leader, um, I do think having, uh, Alakazam and Mr. Mime is very because uh-huh. I do like them. Um, but instead of Kadabra, I'd probably have Jinx instead because I do like Jinx, and also having her also be an ice type makes things up a bit. Yeah, I would agree. I would have. I would sort of partly agree. I would have Jinx and Alakazam, but I would also have Slowbro as well. Uh, just sort of like you say with Jinx, with it being an ice type and mixing things up. Slowbro does the same, being part water type. And I think I would keep her Venom off just so it has that sort of type diversity as well, just so it is more of a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a good psychic type gym. Be yeah. like uh Jinx, Slowbro, Alakazam, and Venomoth. Especially this late in the game. Yeah. Since after this gym there's only like two left. So you can pick the stronger ones now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so what do you get for beating her gym? Um, so, uh, when you beat Sabrina, you get the badge, and then she also gives you the TM for Psywave, mm-hmm. which is a pretty strong Psychic-type move. Yeah. Uh... Um, and so with Psywave, um, not only that, but also in Saffron City, one thing worth noting is that although there aren't many buildings to go into, um, there is one building that is for a guy named Mr. Psychic. In which, if you talk to him, he gives you the TM for Psychic, which is, like, the strongest Psychic type in the game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and Psychic types, again, are extremely overpowered, so if you do have a Psychic type, uh, shove that TM up wherever you shove TMs. Uh, I know in Fire Red and Leaf yeah. Green, you sort of jam a TM into a Pokemon. Uh, we don't really have confirmation <laughs> about where exactly, but... Yeah, Yeah. so if you... Mr. Psychic and you get Psychic, then you can have your trusty cadaver with Psychic and the three elemental punches, <laughs> and then you have an unstoppable machine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, literally, uh, you, if you haven't been convinced to get a Psychic type now, uh, get it now, because you now have access to the strongest move ever, really. So, uh... Moving on, uh, is that all we have for Saffron City? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for Saffron. 
Yeah. So. So, seeing as we're done with Saffron, and at this point, if you've been following along with our guide, which if you're not, then what the hell are you doing listening to our podcast at episode 14 or whatever we're on? Uh... So, if you have been following us, there's only one place for you to go now, and that is to Future City, and you head south onto Route 19. This is your first water route of the game. Yeah, yeah, so Route 19, um, you you will need a Pokemon that knows Surf, because you're going to be surfing for 19 and 20. Yeah, yeah, they're connected before you get to Cinnabar. You're going to have to surf the whole way. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this is where Lapras comes in handy, or any water type you've got. Yeah. Uh, and, if you don't really... I think this is also why they give you Lapras, just yeah. in case you don't have any water types. Yeah, uh, exactly. Well, I was going to say, if you haven't picked up any of the rods, you'd better hope you train that magic harp up to level 20 so it can learn surf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh so Route 19, uh pretty uh water routes in Pokemon are pretty basic. They literally just have little islands uh surrounded by rocks sort of as a border. Uh a few trainers here and out. They function similarly to caves in that when you enter the water it is random encounters all the time. Uh so what Pokemon do we have on Route 19? Anything new? Um so on Route 19 uh, if you just surf around, um, just by surfing, the only wild Pokemon you can find is Tentacle. Uh-huh. Uh, Tentacle, the bane of many players' existence, because it's literally the only Pokemon that is in the water. It's it's basically the Zubats of the water. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the water Zubat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, if you do some fishing, you can find some much better Pokemon. Like, you could find, like, Staryu. Uh-huh. Which, Staryu is a very cool Pokemon. Yeah. Um, uh, Staryu, Water Psychic. Yeah. Uh, Staryu, Water Psychic type. So, again, extremely overpowered. Give it a Water Stone, it'll evolve into Starmie, then teach it Psychic, and it'll be even more overpowered. Uh, uh, Tentacle, Water Poison type, evolves into Tentacruel. And did you mention, uh, Cloyster? Uh, I have not yet, but I did want to make one quick correction, is that Staryu is not a psychic type, only Starry is. Oh, uh, well, it evolves Star- into a war is psychic type. <laughs> um, but yes, you can also get, uh, Shelter, which will evolve into Cloyster. Yeah. Cloyster is very... Yeah, well, if you're playing Yellow, you obviously just saw Cloyster in action in the Sylphco. Uh, yeah, yep, Exactly. As long as uh, Tracy didn't have a on that you fought Cloyster. Yeah. Uh, so, would you recommend adding any of the above to your team? Um, now, due to the fact that there are all water types, you really don't need to. Um, it's all a matter of which Pokemon you like. Um, if you want, if you think Sarpy is the psychic type that you'd like to have, or if you think Tentacruel would be a good, like, water poison to have, um, then by all means you can do that. Um, but otherwise you don't really need any of them. Uh, yep. Uh, so again, uh, obviously if you're surfing, you do already have a water type. If that's not the water type you want to 
use solidly, then maybe pick one of these ones up, but uh, that's all I really have to say on Route 20. Uh, any new? Tra I don't think there is any new trainers on Route 20. Um, no, so Route 19 just has the swimmers and the beauties, which I think, like you said in the previous episode, where the beauties are basically the female swimmers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, it's sort of like a thing that they didn't obviously have the space to sort of program in uh, swimmers. So all of the traders on these rat on these water routes are just literally beauties. Because I don't think you could actually program in male swimmers either. So apart from the ones that appear in Misty's gym, and they for some reason didn't want to reuse them. But anywho... You come to the end of Route 19 and you hit the Seafoam Islands. Yes, so these are the islands. Um, that This is basically like a cave-like island that connects Route 19 to 20. And you have to go through this cave in order to get to Route 20 to serve to Cinnabar. So, uh, now, let's see here. The Seafoam Islands um, is a total of five floors. Uh -huh. uh, none of them are too big. No. Uh, but there's a lot of strength puzzles in the Seafoam Islands, isn't there? Yeah, the Seafoam Island is full of rocks that you have to use strength to push. Uh -huh. um, because there's like a water current on the bottom floor yeah. that you have to block so that way you can serve on it. Yeah. Uh, yep, and there is a Pokemon at the bottom of the sea. Uh, well, firstly, before we get to the Pokemon that's hiding at the bottom of the sea from islands, any trainers or Pokemon of note that you can find here? Um, so there are no trainers in the sea Seaform Islands. Uh -huh. So while you're going through this, you won't run into anybody. Um, and the only thing is that uh, there's a couple other Pokemon that you normally wouldn't run into, besides the fact that Zubat comes back. Uh, uh, you can run into Pokemon like Slowpoke, and you can run into like Krabby, and yeah. you can run into uh, uh, Psyduck, and it's basically more water types that you've like already seen before in like Horsey. Um, yeah. But again, aside from Zubat, they're still all water types. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, so water types. Uh, obviously, you already have a water type if you've managed to make it to the Seafoam Islands. Uh, similar information to before, just pick one up if you like it, and you haven't had a chance to encounter it yet, uh, but obviously if your water type that you have is working for you, then go for it. Uh, but there is a yeah. very special Pokemon at the bottom of Seafoam Islands, isn't there? Yeah, so when you're pushing all the rocks, you're going to want to go through and push all of them, um, because there is a, um, there is an area in the water where if you block it off, you can surf around, and there is a legendary Pokemon at the bottom of Seaport Islands, uh, which is Articuno. Yeah. Now, this is the first legendary Pokemon you encounter, uh, sort of uh, going by the sort of walkthrough of the game. Uh, legendary Pokemon are much stronger Pokemon than regular Pokemon. Generally, they are one stage, although there are some exceptions in later generations. Uh, Articuno is part of the legendary trio of birds, which features in red, blue, and yellow. Uh, so Articuno is a flying ice type. Uh, so why don't you tell us some more about Articuno in terms of a Pokemon, if you should add it to your team? Um, so Articuno is a 
Okay. Um, yeah, so Articuno, um, if you do get it, it is absolutely worth adding, not only because it is the only flying ice type in the game, um, and it's powerful because it's a legendary, um, and it's just straight up starts off with Ice Beam, which is a very good ice move. Yeah. Uh, Uno is also not weak. It, it also can't be frozen, uh-huh. so that's a plus, because yeah. freezing sucks in this game. Today. Yeah. If you get frozen, then um, you're done for. Yeah, essentially. But uh, due to the fact that Articuno is a legendary, it is one of the harder Pokemon to get. Yeah. Because legendaries do not like to be caught. Yeah. Uh, this is where the Master Ball that you got from Silphco could come in useful. But the issue with that is there is only one that you get throughout the whole game. And as we mentioned, they, there is a legendary trio of birds. So you will have to catch more than one. So, literally the best thing you can do to catch Articuno is pretty much pay attention to the tutorial that you got from the drunk man back in Viridian City. Uh, weaken Articuno as much as possible. Uh, definitely save your game before you fight it in case you knock it out. Uh, weaken it as much as possible, uh, put it to sleep, uh, paralyze it, uh, and then just throw Pokeballs at it in the hope that it will eventually go into one. Uh, so... Like, if you do want to catch Articuno now, uh, stock up on Pokeballs at Fuchsia City before you actually jump onto the route. But if that's all... Yeah, just because there are four legendaries in the game and you only get one Master Ball, it's really a matter of which one you want to use it on. Yeah. Um, so definitely want to stock up and come back if you don't want to use it on Articuno because there are three others that you haven't run into yet. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's really all a matter of how you'd like to go about it. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on to Route 20. Anything of note here? Uh, let's see here. So, Route 20. Uh, Route 20 really isn't all that different from 19. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the trainers are different, but, like, the Pokemon and stuff are pretty much all the same. Yeah. Like, you, you've really trainers like this already and seeing these Pokemon. Nothing really noteworthy. Yeah. Uh, so, once you get past Route 20, you will hit Cinnabar Island. Uh, and before we explore Cinnabar Island, there is actually another one of the legendary birds you can catch. Uh, so, what you need to do to catch this legendary bird is you need to either fly to Lavender Town or Cerulean City, uh, Cerulean City, you have to go through, uh, so you go to Cerulean City, you then go through Route 9, and so you end up basically on the northern edge of Route 10, uh, Lavender Town, you go through Rock Tunnel and end up on the northern edge of Route 10, and there's a little river that goes around Route 10, leads to the power plant, and that's where the next legendary bird, Zapdos, is. So why don't you take us through the power plant and how we get to Zapdos? Okay. Um, yeah, so the power plant is just, a, it's basically just an area full of electric-type Pokemon because of the power plant. Yeah. Um, and so, essentially, you run through there, um, there's all, there's wild like old orbs mm-hmm. and stuff and like magnemite you'll run into in there um there are also some trick items where if you click on them it turns out that it's actually a bolt orb 
So yeah, that's always that's a it's a it's like a mimic in an RPG. Yeah, it's like a common trick that is used. It is a common trick that is used throughout the uh, Pokemon series mainly, but. Uh, so Zapdos is an electric flying type. It is, uh, again, another legendary Pokemon, uh, legendary bird. It is, uh, again, uh, pretty much on par with Articuno. Uh, so would you recommend catch, like, obviously you'd recommend catching Zapdos because there's only one in the game and this is your one chance to get it in your Pokédex, but would you recommend using it on your team? Um, you can, just because Zapdos is definitely one of the strongest electric types in the game. Um, you don't need to, especially if you already have, like, a strong electric type. Like, if you have a Raichu in, like, red and blue, um, then you really wouldn't need Zapdos. Even if you have Magneton, like, it's really your choice. Like, Zapdos is stronger. Um, and he is a flying type that is not weak to electricity, so that is cool. Um, he does still lose to ice, though. Uh, yeah, uh, but Articuno at the set, like, if I were to compare Articuno and Zapdos, uh, Zapdos loses out to Articuno, but Articuno also loses out to Zapdos at the same time. It, yeah, they really do. They beat, They essentially beat each other. Which is cool because they are both very cool Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a matter of which one would fit your team better. Yeah. Uh, realistically, uh, whichever one you want. I mean, again, they are legendary Pokemon, so you can use both of them if you want to, if that's your thing, because they will be extremely strong. Uh, may not be useful against the last two gyms that you're fighting because, uh. Like, the flying type does give them an advantage against the last gym, but the uh, next gym, which we'll obviously get into next episode, uh, is sort of like... Well, it's weak, well, Articuno's weak against it, ironically, but Zapdos is sort of neutral against it, so... Kinda, but we'll make more sense of it when we get there. <laughs> yep. Uh, unfortunately, that won't be during this episode, because we've run out of time... Uh, we've run out of time, uh, like we said, uh, we did sort of get to Cinnabar Island, but then we went to the power plant, I would say, uh, something that I forgot to mention is, I would say get to Cinnabar Island before you fly back to the power plant, because obviously then when you're done at the power plant, you can just then fly back to Cinnabar Island and pick up where you left off. But, would you like to plug your YouTube before you go? Yeah, yeah. So my YouTube channel, Chaos Roy, C H A O S R O Y, um, where I talk about a variety of uh, all kinds of games, um, even uh, show off some games and stream every once in a great while. Um, so any uh, interest would greatly be appreciated. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Chapter by Chapter. We are. Uh, Yes, uh, leave a review, like, subscribe, etc., depending on what media you are listening on. We have a Patreon in the descriptions for all of our uh, published 
well, wherever it's published. Uh, if you subscribe there, you get access to episodes a week early, as well as being automatically entered into our prize draw to win a copy of Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow, your choice. Uh, where So you're automatically entered if you're on our Patreon. If you are not, you can still enter. You just need to simply pay for entry because we need to get these games somehow. Uh, details for that will be on our Twitter at chapter by chap one. Uh, so please feel free to enter those. Uh, we hope to hear from you and like obviously about that. And we hope lots of people enter so we can actually afford the games because at this moment in time in recording, I still haven't bought them. So I don't know how much they're going to be because <laughs> we're recording this like a week before Christmas. And so obviously my bank account is pretty drained from all of the... Christmas shopping, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to buy them. The holidays can be rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you for joining us for another episode of Chapter by Chapter, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye. Bye.